Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to episode 198 of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, Minions. Hey, Tim. So this first half of the episode, what are we drinking today? We are drinking truly spiked and sparkling water. Um, it's basically LaCroix with booze in it. Yeah, and if you don't know what LaCroix is, it's a uh, flavored sparkling water that's very popular around where we're at. So if you're like on a ketogenic diet, this would actually be really good for you because it's... Um, 5% alcohol, 100 calories, only 1 gram of sugars. Oh, Jesus. When you're on ketogenic, you're trying to do that. Like no sugar. Like under 20 grams usually. So one gram. So you could drink 20 of these bad boys. Well, I'm just saying it wouldn't affect your daily intake too bad. That's like, awesome. You could actually afford to do this. That's awesome. So we got a 24-pack, different flavors. Um, I'm drinking wild berry. You're drinking, I believe. Um, Something lime. Right. And then there's two other flavors, uh, grapefruit and pomegranate, I think. Um, have you tried it yet? I have not. All right. Well, then cheers. Cheers. Oh, this is good. Yeah. I like the bubble. It's it's like literally like drinking water. You can't taste the booze at all. No, it's dangerous on a hot summer really day. This is really bad. I'm really thirsty. Drink like five of these. What? Uh, yeah, this Why did amazing. I wake up under the porch? I don't even have... I have a cement porch. Why am I underneath here? <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> it's got dark. Okay. Anyway, they're really good. They um, are awesome. Refreshing. Um, yeah, if you if you like sparkling water, you're going to like this. Sweet. Truly. You will truly like this. I see what you did there. Yeah. So, Tim, what have you been up to this week? I've been up to a fair amount. Um, have you? Yeah. Took a night off of work, and we drove up to Kalama, which is kind of in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Um, it was weird getting to where we're going, because... Um, there's not only a freeway to cross, but also railroad tracks. What? So we had to do some backtracking. We ended up like in the wrong road, and we were like looking at all these stacks of logs. <laughs> we got a little lost. What the fuck? Yeah. What actually, were you doing in Kalama? Uh, we were going to the new hotel from um, McMenamin's. The new ghetto ass hotel in and the middle of the backwoods. No, it's brand new. It's a nice facility. It's based on a. It's haunted. No, it's brand new. How can something brand new be haunted? The land can be haunted. I guess that's true. Um, so actually before that we had dinner at Alanya. It was really good. I know mm. I didn't say it right, but I don't care. Alanya. Right. Um, they it's have very, very rude of you towards our Native American brethren. That's a word they just made up and you know it. Yeah. Well, you know, stuff. um, they're like the white man can't say this. I'll say it. We're going to take all their money. Yep. They took some of ours that night. Um, Did they? But it was happy hour. So not as much as they nice, wanted. Nice. Nice. Yes. Um, good drinks. Um, food was hit or miss. The, yeah. Where'd always- you go? I can't remember the name of it. It's the one that had uh, the... Not su- the Michael Jordan Steakhouse? No, the, the sushi one. Okay, I've don't, never been there, so... Don't get the pad thai. It's not pad thai. They use udon noodles instead of rice noodles, which is... What the fuck? Big. I know. It's weird. Um, the oysters were good. Huh, sweet. Um, Yeah, and the wings were also good. Very good. Anyway, hotel... Who knew? Wings at a sushi place. Yeah. Um, The hotel is, like, based, like I said, or maybe I didn't say, off a Hawaiian hotel. So it's got a like a wraparound porch or veranda, whatever you call That's it. That's cool. Lots of chairs to sit out. There's a fire pit. McMenamin's does it right. Yeah. Um, this is a different McMenamin's. Though. They have bathrooms in the rooms what? and TVs. Wait, why? They don't have those in the other ones? No, other other ones, it's like European style. You have to put on your robe and go down the hall and use a shared bathroom. Oh. Um, it's like going to... Uh, hostel, kind of. Yeah. Sort of. Um, not this one. So the... Just you and your wife? Yeah. 
So we had some fun at the bars. We had about about oh, two I'll about bet two you days. Did you dog? Yeah. Um. So there was a couple bars. Did they have an Alexa in there listening? No. Okay. No. Not good. that you knew of, anyways. No, there was just a standard TV. Okay. No Alexa. Okay. Alexa, get out of my bedroom. Um, really nice room though. Uh, view of the water, and I guess that'd be the, not the Columbia River. What river would that be? I don't know. Some I have river. No idea. There's a body of water outside that looks pretty when That's the sun cool. when the sun set. Sweet. And there was booze, so that was good. There was also secret rooms. What? There's... Oh, is that the place you were sending me photos from? Yeah. I thought you. I thought one so of you're your like kids walking... went with you. What? I thought one of your kids went with you to that. No. Oh. Um. So you're like walking down a hallway, and there's like. You just push on a wall. Like a blue light above it. Yeah. You look for the blue light. You push on the wall there and the, a door opens. And That's there's awesome. This room and that room is completely blue lit. And they have like murals in there and it's all creepy and weird. You there's, can't rent those rooms. They're just there for fun. They're just there for fun. You could probably put a doorstop on the inside once you're inside of it and do whatever you want Bow. to do. Um, the second one, there was two. One on the third floor, one on the fourth floor. One on the fourth floor. Actually opened up to a second secret room from the first secret room. Like, oh, that's awesome! And the second secret room was badass. Like the murals in there were really cool. I sent you pictures. Yeah, the one with the just the really weird off the wall murals. Yeah, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. That's actually my favorite thing about the property. The other thing I kind of liked, which was also was was kind of weird, was there's like a tiny cabin like way down the road from the main hotel that's open up pretty late. Um, Google's listening to me. That's awesome. Um, if Alexa doesn't get you, Google will. Yeah. So, it's like it seats like maybe twelve people. Like at t- the bar. Yeah, this tiny little cabin way down Weird. the road, and they have a wood fireplace, and they only have. Is it like, part of McMinimins as well? Yes, they only have like four beers on tap, but like there was two bartenders there. And they were pretty bored, so they were like talking to us and stuff. Um, we went pretty late, like nine or ten. Jesus. And we were like walking down the road, and my wife was like, "They're gonna be closed." I'm like, "Well, we're halfway there, so let's keep going." Yep. And they were open, so nice. It was fun. How many nights did you guys stay? Uh, two nights. How expensive was it? Pretty expensive. Yeah, it wasn't cheap. Okay. I think, it was, I think the number started with a three. Okay. Not terrible. With three extra zeros, gotcha. Not three. That'd be that'd be three thousand. Yeah. No. We're Tim's in the high rolling it. We're in the hundreds, son. I don't know exactly how 300, much. Three hundred thousands, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I a woke, night. I I woke up every morning and someone jumped out underneath the bed and put a slipper under my feet. That's what I expect for three hundred thousand. I expect somebody to suck my dick at three hundred thousand. Yeah, that too probably. Um, McMenamins isn't that kind of place. No, it's a very high class place. So. You have to go to like the Russian embassy or something for that kind of shit. Mm, okay. So it came out this week that my daughter has anxiety about dying in random ways. Like, I don't think it's really like. like I don't she, think it's that uncommon. Like she kind of obsesses about it. Um, like, you know, just thinking like, oh, that shelf is really high. It could topple over and crush me. Yeah, that's kind of weird. So what, what did I do as a caring parent? I hope you like disturbed her more short of the photos I send you. Sort of. Uh, we watched Final Destination 2. It's which a good is movie. all about like. Death. Not just death. Fucking not ways. just death. But like when you, you see the characters go into a room and you see something like, you know, a shelf full of a really high fucking shelf full of glass shards you know it's going to come tumbling down and crush them yeah so i thought that was fun and she really liked the movie that's good and i forgot she hasn't slept since but it's good that movie truly is like horror comedy like these people are dying oh yeah in terrible horrible ways but somehow it's funny or maybe it's just me no it's funny like when this kid was crushed by this giant plate glass like 
it was hilarious somehow. Yeah. And I'm probably a terrible person. I like the log that bounces and slams through the vehicle. That's pretty good, too. The, there were some good deaths. Isn't there like a weed whacker or something at one of them? There's five Final Destinations, so probably. Okay. Um, I I still think I consider two to be the high point. Um, But yeah, we did that. Nice. Um, She's actually watching another horror movie today. Because uh-huh. we, we stopped at a video store, fast forwarding a little bit. Um. My favorite video store, Movie Madness. Mm, yeah, and I got a movie, Portland. and then she got the movie Ouija. Or Never seen it. How do you Ouija board? How do you, how do you yeah, say Ouija. It? Anyway, there's a movie called Ouija, and she got it, so she's looking forward to seeing that. Sweet. So my daughter's into horror. That's great. Today was Adventure Time Tuesday, and I got a special theme song for this edition. Okay. Oh, that's Simpsons. Oh, you'll see. We're in Springfield. Yep. Ow! This is the longest opening ever. Yeah. Holy crap, this takes forever. Simpsons time? Run, don't walk. You might even hear Maggie talk. Bart the boy and a dog named Homer and jokes written on signs at Simpsons time. <laughs> That's a lot of animation. Yep. Did Simpsons do that? Yeah. Okay. So wow. it's Adventure Time Tuesday. Yeah. Um, we... Simpsons Time Tuesday. So it started out kind of rough. We were at breakfast at uh, Chuck's Produce, and my son was pouting because his iPad was a 63% charge, and he didn't have a charging cable. Oh, dear God. And I'm just looking at him pouting on his little hands. I'm like, seriously? Got all this stuff planned, and you're going to pout because your stupid iPad is it? Which you still have. It's just not as charged as you want it to be for the drive. So, a little annoyed with him. I'm going to throw it in the trash. Fuck this iPad! We could turn this car right around. We could turn this car... I'm going to go and play fucking video games. I mean, that was an option. Um, but I didn't do that. We drove um, way up to the same hills as Forest... Basically, Forest Park, like we talked about yeah. earlier. Yeah, the monks. Parked in the Audubon Society. Took a selfie with some really horrible stuffed... Um, uh, bobcats, I think. Yeah. Like, really bad taxidermy. And then we took a hike for about half a mile to the Witch's Castle. Witch's Castle? What's that? Uh, the Witch's Castle is an abandoned building deep in the woods. Huh. Um. So I had a whole story that I, like... Be prepared. I narrated and, and did a music score and everything. I played it for him before we went on the walk. So uh, that's cool. I think that added to it. Um. Yeah, so this is just, just like randomly, just like a an abandoned place in the woods of Portland, mm-hmm. like out in the middle of this like park. Yeah, huh. do, you, do you want to see some pictures? Yeah. So it's a stone structure. Um, it's two story. There was actually a ton of people like crawling all over it. Like I wanted to get pictures without other people on it. So like, there's a lot of graffiti. Um, but it's a very thick stone structure. Oh wow. Um, get a full shot of it for you. That's a good one. Damn. Is this like somewhere somebody actually used to live, or is this they just fucking made this and put it out there? So what I did tell the kids is it used to be a public restroom. Okay, gotcha. And, and it was abandoned in the 60s. Okay. That, I mean, I don't want to ruin the mystique. Yeah, no, no, you don't want to ruin it. And my daughter doesn't listen to this anymore, so hopefully she won't find out that she went to a haunted bathroom. If she finds out about it, then we know that she actually listens. Um, There was a murder in this area, though. That is true. Okay. Um, The person who originally owned the land um, murdered, uh, basically, he hired someone to help build his house and then that person 
fell in love with his daughter and eloped with her. And he shot him in the head with a shotgun, and he was the first person in Oregon to be hanged for, huh. for that. So That's cool. There is a potential for a haunting in this area. Sweet! And uh, my daughter was very excited because she got a picture of me with a ghost orb. Oh, really? Yes. Wait, why didn't she send it to me? She sent it to me. She's stupid. Yeah, I do. What the hell? So that's pretty cool, That's right? pretty cool. Um, so we did that, and then we walked back and drove to... I was trying to have a cat theme going on. Oh, dear God. So, there was a stuffed cat at the Autobahn place. Yep. That was Bobcat. I was stretched even further than that. Um, we drove to Pip's Donuts, which is just... It was like... We had a big breakfast. We weren't hungry enough for lunch, but it was like... But you were like, we should eat something. We should eat some fucking donuts. That's right. Pip's Donuts are delicious. And we didn't really find that much cat related there except for this storybook. So, I took a picture of the storybook. Pete the cat. Okay. All right. I'll give it to you. Um, we went to a comic book store after that. Um, really cool one. I basically went there because I wanted to sit in a chair. Um, Trek in the Park, which we probably talked about years ago, but many of our listeners won't remember it. Basically, um, they adapted some TV shows um, from Star Trek and played them for free in the park. Oh, right, 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 right. And as part of that, they constructed a um, chair like on the Enterprise Bridge that Captain Kirk would sit in. So this is like a uh, X-Wing fighter seat. Sure, I'm not even going to leap to your trolling. Anyway, they donated it to this comic book store. That's cool as shit. Right, so we all got pictures in it. And, Is uh, it actually like pretty well constructed? Yes. Okay. And then I got a picture of my son with a grumpy cat comic. Because he's a grumpy kid. Gotcha. He was grumpy. And there's cats. Um, But the main event was the cat lounge. Yes, the cat piss beer. Um, So there... This is Portland as fuck. There is a lounge... This is definitely Portland as fuck. There's a, there's a lounge... Where you can buy your beer and then bring it into a separate room full of cats and just like play with the cats. They don't sell just beer. They sell your kids are drinking Coca Cola. Yeah, there's other beverages too. Like, you know, a wide range of beverages. Yeah. All sorts of tasty treats to enjoy while sh- shining a laser pointer or flicking those. Do little... they give you the toys to play with the cats? Yeah, there's tons of toys in the room. They like laser pointers and stuff. There's like all sorts of things for them to crawl up on too. Like, do you, shell... have, do you have to pay extra to play with the cats? Yes. It costs money to go in that room. Does it really? It does. How much? You don't want to know. I do. Now, actually, I do. $10 a person an hour. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. But my son was so happy. Does that include a goddamn beer? No. Fucking hell. See, I knew you'd be upset. That's all I... I'm going to fucking make a dog... My son did not want to leave. I'm going to make a fucking he dog one. He was giggling and laughing and having... Oh, I can, I can only imagine that that's like going to be your son's like summer highlight. So, I mean, it's the same as like yeah, bowling no, or yeah, laser no, tag or no, whatever. That definitely makes sense. So, I... It's, not, it's worth it. It was worth it, it was for my worth family. It. Like, the cats were like... When we went in, there was probably like 10 other people. And... It slowly emptied out. Do they we, limit it? They're like, yes, oh, so... Th- 15. Okay. So I actually made a reservation to make sure that we got in. Oh, nice. Like, they don't care if you come drop in, but once they're 15, that's it. No more people go in. Gotcha. Um, so the cats were kind of like hiding to the corners, and they have a little door where they can run out if they just are overwhelmed yeah. and don't want to play anymore. Um, but they How many were, cats they got? There was like five when we were there. Damn. Yeah. And uh, there was one that was doing like backflips for the for the um, little thing on the string. And Can you guys feed them? No. Okay. But you can play with them. And like I said, my son really got into it. I got some really great pictures of him playing, nice. playing awesome. with the cats. Um, Your son's like a huge cat person. If, if Well, both my, my family are. That's a picture of both of them with a bunch of cats. That's awesome. Uh, I'll show you one with him jumping on the cat. With uh, him jumping on the cat? No, the cat jumping for him. Oh. 
Damn it. I was going to say, Jesus, you shouldn't let your kids jump on cats, Tim. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he had, he had a blast. Did your guys' cat play with your kids like this? My cat's pretty playful. Okay. Um, But he's getting older. And yeah. They, yeah. they get less rambunctious. Anyway, they had a really good time. Nice. It, um, They had no idea what I was going... They knew, like... Okay, they did know that there was something cat-related. Because, first of all, I was making him take a picture with a cat, like, every time we stopped. But also, because we were rolling in the minivan, playing uh, music from Portland's own cat rapper. I think I've seen photos of this dude. He actually has a video where he did a video in ground control. Really? Yeah, he raps about cats. It's I like think a, he's like friends with the Unipiper or something. I would not surprise me. His name is uh, Mosho. Okay. Uh, this it's Instagram and YouTube is I am Mosho. If you want to look him is up, is he like the dude that like walks around with like the cat around his neck, like kind of like a yeah. cobra? But like, it's he a cat. has several. I don't know if all of his cats. He has like four cats. I think at least two of them are hairless, and they, he puts clothes on them. Like, and then yes, they. The cats hang out on his neck and his head. Gotcha. Which makes his videos kind of fun to watch. Yeah. So we were listening cool. to, to that, like driving around for hours. I've never heard any of his stuff, but I've seen him, I think, with I mean, the Unipiper. I've got a link right there. Where? On the break music. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll take a listen to it. You want, you want me to play it now? Sure. Or you could play it in the break, whatever you want oh, to we're do. We're playing it now. Dally. What? Dally. <laughs> Dally. Oh yeah, he's got the cat around his neck. Oh, never mind, that's his jacket. He's got a cat in his neck. I got cat emotions. I got cat emotions. You know I be floating, floating through the streets. I be bringing mad heat. Oh dear God. I got well, Alright, I guess we just gotta play this underneath while we keep continue talking. Uh, shout out to Mo Show. He uh, definitely enhanced our um, Adventure Time Tuesday. Yeah, that's awesome. So what man. you been up to, man? Um, well, Sunday was my anniversary. So, and like, it's hard when you have kids. Like, what the fuck are you gonna do for an anniversary it's when tough, you have kids? Especially the young kids, yeah. Yeah. So, uh... You should have called us earlier. And <laughs> yeah, it was like last minute sort of thing. Um, yeah, we didn't plan out too well. Like, we we thought that uh, the lady who usually watches him on Mondays was going to be in town. Mm. But then we didn't realize that uh, this week is Special Olympics soccer. Okay. And uh, her she, best friend... She couldn't miss that. Well, her best friend's brother's on the Washington team. No, she can't miss that. Yeah, so she can't miss that. So they're in Seattle um, doing that. And so we ended up just, like, quickly getting a couple, like, kid-friendly bars from you guys. And kind of made our own like Adventure Time Sunday. It sounded fun what you did. It was fun. Um, we didn't especially hear... the the pairing you talked about. Yeah, that was. I'll explain that in a minute. That was kind of disappointing, but also exciting in the same way. Hmm. Um, so we started off down at Heathen Brewing down in Vancouver, um, just to try and like map out where we wanted to go. And I had like six stops like registered in, and uh, so we had a beer at Heathen, and she had a uh, cider. And then we continued on. Um, uh, we ate there. We had pretzel, bu- pretzel bites and uh, let my son run around on the outside area. And um, then we got back in the car. We drove over to Portland, which when we left the house, we were initially just going to hit only Portland. Um, but it said it was like an hour to like 20 miles into Portland. And I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. 
That's kind of what it was the way back for us today. That's yeah. Believe that there's construction going on. There's stuff going on. Protesters and stuff. And I was like, I I'm not fucking with that. Um, That's right. That was Sunday, wasn't it? It was. So I said no, fuck that. And then when we were just about ready to leave Heathen and go up to 5440, um, I realized that the Portland Cider Company only had a 20 minute commute. So we went over to the Portland Cider Company. I called them first because um, that wasn't on the list you guys gave us. And asked if they accepted minors, and they said yes. Um, and I said, okay, well, what's what's it? We've never been there. What's it like? They said, oh, we have plenty of opening and seating and stuff. I said, okay, great. We're on our way. So we got in the car, drove over there, and they were met at the door by a bouncer that was like, it's $25 to get in. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we're holding an, a private event today. And I was like, I just got the phone and said that they said that we could come down and uh, grab some cider and it'd be fine. And he's like, well, it's uh, $25 a ticket to get in. And I was like, well, fuck. It's our anniversary. And so I was like, Do you, wh- what's the event? And they're like, I think it's called Blue Mountain Donuts or something like that. Blue Star. Blue Star Donuts. They're good donuts. Um, is holding a wine pairing or a cider pairing. And so what they did is they took the cider, instead of adding any water in the donuts, they brewed it all with cider. Oh, shit. So it was zero zero water, Mm -hmm. 100% cider donuts. Wow. And they paired them with other ciders that they had Portland Cider Company make. Hmm. So they took Portland Cider, they took some Portland Cider ciders and made these donuts, and then they had Portland Cider Company... (sighs) make ciders specifically for these donuts okay and uh so we sat down and we had uh we had a really big breakfast at the house so like i was already kind of full already had a beer and then like you got like i think it was eight tasters of ciders and then eight donuts to go with it or so eight you, you, quarters of donuts oh okay that's good so it was a quarter so you actually got like what's that you got two full donuts roughly mm-hmm. um and they were so sweet. You know, like when you eat a lot of sweet food and then you just kind of start to feel sick? Yeah, because it, instead of water, you're adding the cider too. Yeah. The donuts were like pure sugar. <laughs> I ate mine, but like at the end of it, my stomach was like, I don't know if this was a good idea. My wife luckily was smart enough that was like, she was like taking a sip of each one of the ciders and then taking a bite of the donut and then we move on to the next one and just like kept going in a row. I like literally... Took a bite of the donut, downed half the cider, took another bite of the donut, finished it, down the rest of the cider. I was like, oh, that's good. And then, but then, like, she got the hers and she was like, I, I'm i not going to eat anymore. And I was like, you still have, like, literally, like, 70% of, 75% of your ciders left. And she's like, well, I don't think I can drink them. And I was like, fuck. So I downed those. And then at that point, my son was like, he had been a champ, like, all day. This is, like, 3 in the clock in the afternoon at this point already. So, like, his nap time. Yeah, and he didn't get a nap before we went because we refused one. Mm-hmm. So he was like a champ, and he was starting to get restless. So instead of finishing out the rest of our brewers we wanted to do, which hopefully we'll get to a couple more this weekend, um, we ended up going to a park next to – fuck, what the hell is that fitness center? Um, Furstenberg. There's a park behind Furstenberg. Mm. And uh, let's just say my uh, my son's a player. He walked up and grabbed some little girl's butt. And I was just like, I'm I'm really sorry. You gotta teach him about consent, son. He gave her a hug. That's not consent. She gave him a hug first. 
think I think I in guess the, nonverbal I, consent's kind of hard at that age, but still, yeah. you got you got to explain consent. To I was him. like, mm, buddy, you you can't do that, and he's just like, Meh. and then like gave, then she like gave him a hug, and then he gave her a hug, and it was just like a big old hug fest, and I was like, all right, well, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's getting the cops called on him here. We gotta go. Um, but we played there for a little bit. He really enjoys like the open fields. He could just like run around and stuff. So we had a lot of fun. Um, so we did that. Um, and then I went over to your house and I fixed your mower. Yeah, you did. Can't remember what day that was on. Thursday. Mm. Friday. Friday. Monday. Was it Monday? Monday. I think. Okay, maybe it was Monday. I don't know. I think it was Friday. I'm pretty positive it was. Fr- it was Friday. Sure. Because I was gonna say come over and play video games because. You don't work Friday nights, but you're mowing, so... Yeah. Yep. It was the day I mowed. Yep. So, did you get your backyard done? Yep. It's all done. Sweet. Um, so, yeah, that's what I did this week. Cool. So, uh, you ready to talk some news? Let's talk about some news. Tim, what do you got in the news? It's kind of a cautionary tale of when um, companies let everything run automated on AI and don't rely on... Having enough human support staff. I don't know what you're talking about. So this post was on Medium Thursday, and it's kind of stirred a lot of debate about Google Cloud. So it's been resolved, but what happened was basically this guy's systems, he runs a wind turbine and solar plant, um, like a farm, like lots of complicated systems involved in running that. And he gets an email from Google saying that the company's website and other services were blocked because of potential suspicious activity. And then all his systems turned off because they're all tied to the cloud. No warning. Um, the site's down. App engines are down. Databases are down. Multiple firebases say have been downgraded and therefore exceeded limits. Um, then he gets a, the scare. The admin says he got a message saying that the account owner didn't correct the violation by filling out an account verification form and supplying identification with three days. Google might decide to close the account. What the fuck? <laughs> he's got a power plant like paralyzed and he's trying to call people. Um, and he couldn't get through to an actual human for a while. Um, so he filled out the form and sent it. He finally got a hold of somebody and got it fixed in 20 minutes. But the vulnerability was there. Like, if he hadn't been able to get through... That's scary like shit. Like, the system, the way it was set up, decided because of some weird activity to just cut access to his entire account. And these were semi-critical systems. Pretty fucking scary. Well, we're relying on these like these products more and more. Amazon Cloud, Google Cloud are the two main ones, but there's other smaller ones, and a lot of yeah, like Apple Cloud. Well, I don't think Apple Cloud actually runs any business applications. I don't know, but anyway, they have these like algorithms or settings set up to trigger when certain things happen. Yep. Without a lot of human oversight. Yeah. There's no like, hey, should I be doing this? It's just like I'm gonna fucking do this. Right. I mean, machines don't care. No. If you tell me to do this, I'll do it. Yeah. And I don't care if I'm turning off the air to a baby in ICU. Like, yeah. I just don't care. Yeah. Um, I'm not that baby. Well, just a machine doesn't care. It has no yeah. empathy. Yeah. It literally it does not literally care. literally does not give a shit. Like, if it's set to turn something off when this happens, it's going to turn that thing off. Um, so, nothing really bad happened out of the situation, but it was kind of a scary situation. Hopefully, Google will correct their... I mean, but we have to say hopefully because we have to, we don't know. Yeah. So when everything goes dark and we don't have internet. And, and there's no more podcasts, but plug and play podcasts because somehow we survived. Yeah, because we put on both clouds. Because we're on both clouds. So that was just a cautionary tale of, I don't know if you call that AI or just systems or. 
don't know. Kind yeah, of I don't know. Kind of freaked me out a little that, bit. That's a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what else is kind of scary? What's that? So, uh, PUBG, Players Unknown Battleground, sure, um, is owned by Blue Hole Interactive, I believe. Blue Hole. Blue Hole. Um, and a few weeks ago, we talked about them. They are they were suing, or they are suing Epic Games, um, in a Korean court, um, basically over. You know, uh, Fort or not Fortnite? Yeah, Fortnite. For uh, the idea, or? basically they built the engine on Epic Games' is, uh, uh, what the fuck? engine. Yeah, on their engine, and they made all these assets, and they made all this like you know they modified the engine so it could do what PUBG wanted to do, and. Fortnite just came in and was like, well, here we go. We are Epic Games because Epic is, owns Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And they were like, here you go. Sweet. Done. We're taking all this and we're putting it into our game. We're making it free. So um, this week, Blue Hole, out of nowhere, just like rescinded their lawsuit mm-hmm. in Korean court and like didn't say anything. They were just like. So are there any theories why? Um, no, there's not. Like nobody's talking. So do you think just like a sum of money got passed or maybe some sum of money or maybe I, yeah I, I just don't know maybe Epic Games is like well, So I don't know if this is true well, but I heard that Tencent that huge chain yeah, yeah. that owns like all of like owns both companies or, or stakes, I, they, stakes they in own both stakes in both companies so maybe it was kind of one of those just like here we'll move somebody to this side if you just shut up. Yeah. I mean also you If have I to start th- seeing more things in the gaming world like do that because of Tencent, I'll start to really care more about them. Yeah. They, they do have an obscene amount of money. They do. Like obscene. And, yeah. Like a scary amount of money. Like not even. Like own a like outside of the money. outside of the realm of video games, like just an absolute astronomical amount of money. Like yeah. it doesn't matter what industry you care to compare it to. Yeah. So, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, so that's all I got really for uh, news this week. Hopefully Tencent doesn't buy out parts of Google Cloud and Amazon Cloud. Oh, dear God. And bit. iCloud. Well, iCloud runs on Google. I don't care Google. if iCloud cloud crashes. iCloud runs on Google. We'll just so. get more nude celebrity pictures. Oh, that's... Actually, we should probably do that. All right. Well, is that the rest? Of, is that our news? That is. You want to talk some tech? Let's talk about some tech. All right, Tim. You haven't even seen this week's tech talk. I have no idea what you're talking but about. I'm a, no, I'm not going to talk about it. You are. There you go. What the hell is that? That's you. Okay. It's your tech talk. Hold my beer. I know it's not a beer. He's handed me a box. Oh, shit. I forgot about this. I don't even know how I forgot about it. I don't know. This is exciting. This is the NES Classic. Yeah. It went on sale again, and um, you were gracious enough to sit by the computer, because I was, I think I... At, you were at the fucking hotel or something. I was something. at the hotel, and I could, like, sporadically check, but not... I mean, I was supposed to be paying attention to my wife. Yeah. So, yay, you got one for me, and it yep. just arrived, obviously, to your shop. Yeah, and an extra controller, so. Yes. Um, so, it has 30 games included, and you probably all know what an NES Classic is, but it's a tiny version of the Super, or not the Super, the original Nintendo, um, and it's got an emulator in there, and it runs 30 games. Do you want to go down the list really fast? Yeah, sure, I don't care. That works. We got Balloon Fight, Bubble Bobble, Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Double Dragon 2, Revenge, Dr. Mario, Bike, Final Fantasy, Galaga, Ghosts and Goblins, Gradius, Ice Climber, Kid Icarus, Kirby the Adventure, Mario Brothers, Mega Man 2, Metroid, 
Ninja Gaiden, Pac-Man, Punch-Out, featuring Mr. Dream, Star Tropics, Super C, Super Mario Brothers, Super Brothers 2, Super Mario Brothers 3, Tecmo Bowl, Legend of Zelda, and Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. Booyah. Yep. That's very cool. I've been wanting this, and they... They sold out, went up for insane prices on eBay. They were stupid amounts of money. And then they finally uh, reproduced our... And they're all sold out again. Yeah. But I, I feel like people had a better shot this time than last well, time. Well, I knew what the watch were on Best Buy's website, so... I saw it come up on GameStop, but I didn't want to give GameStop my money. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, don't, nah. I don't want to deal with GameStop anymore. No. Nah. Nope. This one's yours. Sorry. Um, so yeah, thank you for doing that. Yeah, of course. So that is this week's tech talk, guys, because that's all um, I can scrounge up. That's no, that's the best kind of tech. Yeah, it is video game tech. Video game tech. So it's rated E for everyone, ten plus. Just so you guys know. Oh and, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of mature titles on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there was any actually. I mean, Ninja Gaiden maybe a little bit more mature. That is a hard ass game. Me and my brother stayed up. I think it was Ninja Gaiden two. I'm most excited about Excite Bike, honestly. I want to play Star Tropics. I've never played that. Never even heard of that one. It's kind of a Zelda esque, but, okay. but you're on a tropical island. That's cool. Yeah. Sweet. Looks fun. Yep. So, um, oh, you also got like Madden Football or something there. Techno Bowl. Oh, Te- is that Tech football? Bowl. Yes. Tech Mobile. Okay. Alright guys, well that is uh, the first half of the show. Uh, we'll be right back with uh, a different variation of Tasty Treats in our hand. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. And we are back. Tasty Treats in hand, guys. Second half of the show is we are trying the... I am over... Winchester straight bourbon. Um, it is a whiskey. I'm trying to go. Uh, has a rich oak honey balanced tasting profile. Made in the United States of South Carolina, um, USA, and expertly blended small batch bourbon aged in American charred oak barrels. Great on the rocks. This whiskey is also su- supremely mixable. Gold medal San Francisco Spirits Competition winner. Um, yeah. So cheers. Cheers. We're also drinking out of our Sip Dark Kickstarter-backed wooden barrel-aged glasses that may that may or may not be trademarked and illegal to own. Yep, we got bootleg glasses. Possibly. It's smooth. It's good. It's everything you described. And this isn't even the extra smooth one. That would be too smooth. It might like go down my throat so fast. Like. I drink too much of it or something. Yeah, possibly. Um, so, yeah, you ready to kick it? Let's kick it. Tim, I'm going to cool us down. Cool us down. I have the chill systems, cool drinks, no ice, ready anywhere you are. Uh, turn your room temp drinks cold in as few as 30 minutes and keep them perfectly chilled for hours. It's like a refrigerator on the go. But we go ahead and let them talk about it, so we'll be right back. Fast forwarding because it's just a bunch of badass music for a little bit. We at Chill Systems believe it should be this easy to enjoy ice cold drinks on the go, no matter where your day takes you. I'm Chase. And I'm Brian. We created the Chiller and the Chillers packs because even the coolest coolers on the market aren't very chill. Their bulky designs and melted ice puddles were dragging us down. Our lightweight system has just the right amount of ice built in so you get a lasting cool even on hot days and in hard to reach places like this. 
We've designed the styles you've seen in this video and more. Check them out below. Each one is built with great features to enhance your mini adventures. Once you see how handy they are, we're pretty sure you'll want one too. Now we need your help to bring the chill products to market. Please contribute to our campaign and share this video with your friends and family. Thank Thanks you. for your support and cheers. They have really terrible audio uh, quality in this video. I'm just saying it sounds great, but it goes from super fucking quiet to way too goddamn loud. It, it does. Very it's well. not very chill. <laughs> Sorry, it harshes your mellow. I, I just went on a short hike today. It was like only like half a mile, maybe three quarters of a mile. But you could have used a chill system. I'm just saying if at the end of the hike I'd pulled out an ice beer? cold beer, that would have been kind of amazing. Right at the witch's nest? Yeah. Yeah, be, I mean, that'd be like a nice reward after like an actual long hike. Like yeah. Six mile hike, crap cope and a cold one. That'd be that'd be all right. Hailing out of San Francisco, California. They're looking for 50,000 US dollars. They're currently at 28,543, 22, or sorry, 228 backers 42 days ago. The thank you koozies, $5. $45 gets you the early bird chiller. So if you guys want to get one of those early birds, Chiller is 35% off retail. Keep your cold drinks without ice. Forty or 74 of those left out of 150 at the time of recording. Uh, but if you miss out on that, guys, don't worry. The chiller is $55, just 10 extra dollars if you don't. If you want 10 of these bad boys, 10 packs or totes, and 10 of the fucking chillers, $1,300. I don't know what I'd do with that many backpacks. Like, strap backpacks onto my backpacks. Yeah. Onto your cars, onto your backpacks, onto your mules, onto your children. If I if I wanted that much, I'd just get a fucking cooler at that point. I think. That's probably true. <laughs> but it seems cool for like a, a day backpack trip. Yeah. If you want a cold beer at the end of it. Yep. So what do you got for us, Tim? I've got the Sega Master System Visual Compendium um, oh, from Bitmap Books and Sam Dyer. It's an official visual tribute to the iconic Sega Master System home console. So we just unboxed the um, Nintendo Entertainment System. And about the same time, Sega had their own system, which was never as popular, but still pretty good in some ways. It had some very unique games on it, and it also paved the way for the Sega Genesis, which was a pretty big console in its day. So um, I played the Sega Master System back in the day. I was one of those weird kids. And yeah, I have a certain fucking amount of... nerds. Yeah, um, but I, by flipping through the images on this, like they captured like the spirit of some of these Did games. They? Yeah, so I'm going to let them talk about it. I think there's audio. Sweet. I don't know. I will check it out. like a Harry Potter book. Packed full of classic Master System games. Probably none of which Zack has ever seen. Sonic, right? It's not Sonic. But look how big they make the images yeah. on the page. Altered Beast. Represent. Mario. Oh, wait. Never mind. I don't think there's any audio besides this awesome Sega music. We got all the uh, accessories. We got pictures of the peripherals, too. Sega had a really weird 3D um, glasses setup. Did they? Yeah. It used shutters, kind of like modern technology. Like, yeah. That's not, weird. not the red blue. Tons of features and interviews. 
There's obviously not going to be any audio for this. Dang it. Look at that Mario knockoff. That's Alex the Kid, son. The box card was kind of weak on the Sega Master Smile. I'll give you that. I didn't get a free bookmark, so yeah. So, a 3D glasses. Yep. Pair of 3D glasses for the 3D photos. That would be for uh, Space Harrier, especially. So, um, it would be cool for someone like me. I, um, I think we might have featured some of their other books, because they said they had six now. Oh, shit. Um, I can't see on this little tiny picture what other systems they covered, but... Oh, wait, here it is. Commodore 64, Commodore, Amiga, ZX Spectrum, NES Famicom, and SNES Super Famicom have all been met with critical acclaim. Um, so, they've done this before. So, huh, if, cool. you, if you're into this, you can back them with confidence. Nice, nice. And they are currently looking for 66000 Um this is from the UK, so that's like, you know, translated money. So 66,000 of whatever currency that is, which translates to 78,000 um, pledged. And they've got 1,500 backers, 27 days to go. And so they're obviously going to be backed. You can buy just a PDF of the book for 10 bucks. Uh, well, 10 pounds, whatever. 14 US. All the early birds are gone. You can get a soft cover for 34 US or a hard cover for 40. Moving up to the top tier. Um... Oh shit! Someone already bought it. Um, there's ten backers. Um, you can overpledge and get a t-shirt, um, your own spread in the book, 3D glasses, and so the top two that's available is two hardback books for nice. eight, eighty US. That's not bad. So you'd probably save on shipping. So yeah, not not huge stretch goals for that one. So. Sweet. You ready for my next one? Yes, I am ready for your next one. All right, Tim. As you look, as you know, I like doing household chores and like yeah, it's kind of revamping disturbing. and shit mm-hmm. and like doing things. One thing I've always hated is painting. Okay. Hailing out of the shitty city of Vancouver, Washington. Oh, shut. Technology related. Uh huh. Chroma painting system all in one painting solution. I'm is gonna that, go ahead and let them talk about it. These aren't your competitors, are they? No. Okay. This is house painting. Okay. Painting tools have been the same forever. There hasn't been any imagination or innovation in the design of these products, even though they leave a lot to be desired for the average painter. Two of the biggest problems with painting tools are the roller handle and the paint tray. A traditional roller handle single arm design only works with one size roller cover and doesn't distribute pressure equally across the roller. And when you're done painting, cleanup is always a mess. What a hassle. Flimsy, cheap paint trays are hard to carry, easy to spill, and just plain difficult to use. It's like those Traditional roller handles and paint trays are not designed to make your life easier. When we came up with the Chroma painting system, after painting thousands of houses over the last 15 years, we did it with you, the consumer, in mind, the DIY customer, the person that's going to go home and take on that painting challenge themselves. And we wanted to make painting fun again. The Chroma painting system is a next generation family of painting tools that improves on the design and function of traditional rollers and trays and makes achieving professional results easier, safer, and more fun for everyone. Our adjustable roller handle with locking switch accepts any standard roller on the market from 3 inches up to 9 inches and the handle's dual arm design distributes pressure equally across the roller, 
resulting in a more even coat of paint that eliminates heavy edges and consistently delivers high quality results. Our first-in-class tray and handle system offers easy, one-handed carry, freeing up your offhand for balance, safety, or other tasks, Master and eliminating bay. the usual struggle to avoid spilling Carrying with traditional paint trays. Yeah. And when it's time to clean up, Chroma's hands-free ejection means no fuss and no mess. Hands-free ejection, Tim. That's the Chroma Did I hear it can handle up to nine inches? Yeah. It's almost good enough. As I say, it's not good enough, but it's close. Almost. It's getting there. I had to highlight this when I saw where they're out of. It seems like a decent product. It's just about as exciting as watching paint dry, that's all. Yeah, just a little bit. So anyways, guys, uh, this is something I definitely could have used in my last house. It, yeah, I'm not going to lie. The the double-sided grip thing looks good, at least. Yeah. I, I don't... The paint... The tray... The tray is fine. It's stupid. Um, I, I don't but... Wanna, I don't want to hold my tray like no. that. Um, anyways, guys, they have 28 days ago. They're currently at 4799 US dollars. They're currently looking for 20000 US dollars. 144 backers. Um, adjustable hander, handle roller early bird. Uh, 97 of those left is $20. It's not bad. Nope. Uh, the $33 nine-piece set is already gone. The $38 nine-piece set is still available, and that is the granddaddy of them all, 38 US dollars. So it comes with the universal adjustment roller handle, deluxe chroma paint tray, metal paint tray handle, paint tray liner, corner tool, premium microfiber cool uh, corner tool cover, 4-inch premium microfiber roller cover, 7-inch roller cover, 9-inch roller cover, and includes free shipping to the continental U.S. 35 backers at that level. So Cool. Yep. Chroma painting system. Tim, what do you got? I got a game called Infliction. A Infection? Infliction. Infection. Infliction. Infection. That's a different game. Okay. Infliction. A nightmare suburban horror game. Oh, so, about an infection. There could be an infection in the game. Does that make so, you happy? Yeah, it yeah, does. I'm not saying there is. I said there could be. Infliction is an interactive nightmare, a horrific journey through the dark secrets of a fractured home. Butthole. So when I watched the video the first time, it sort of reminded me of... Does it not have audio? No, it does. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and roll it. You can see no, it tell me what the fuck it reminded you of. Uh, the first part reminded me of PT, but then it kind of diverged from there. Oh, a long-ass hallway. So I've heard that someone's actually recreated PT. For PC. For PC. I saw that. It's and in 4K. I'm going to have to check it out at some point. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of fucking work. I, he must have a copy on his PS4, PS4. still for reference. Yeah. That's like, anyway. So this is uh, Infliction. It's from uh, Caustic Reality out of Sydney, Australia. And here, here's him talking about it. Exploration. Discovery. Disorientation. Doesn't take much for me. That bed looks really nice. Pursuit. Death. Infliction. This is There wasn't enough blood for me. 
Infliction is a new first person horror game that earns its scares not from monsters and zombies, but from the horrible things people sometimes do to the ones they love. What's of the course, monster? that doesn't mean it won't be scary. Humans. Hi, I'm Clinton McCleary, and for the last few years I've been working on Infliction as a solo project. I was originally inspired by Gone Home and its amazing environmental storytelling, and I've tried to capture that sense of exploring a real place, but in a horror context. Why was that S in the S cartridge with the duck hunt with the word gone home spirit of vengeance? First of a single minded personification oh, of rage that SNES was the horizontal one. While Infliction has some scripted sequences, it also has dynamic gameplay that pits you against powerful beings that want to kill you. Infliction is nearly finished, and will be out in time to play this Halloween. But with your help, I can make it even better. I know where I last played Halloween in the is. game myself, Could and I want to hire some help to finish it. A professional animator can take a solo project like this to a whole new level, really pumping up the realism of the characters and making it even scarier. This Kickstarter will allow me to hire an animator to breathe new life or unlife into the horrible characters you'll meet. I'll also be able to work full-time on Infliction for the last couple of months leading up to its release. Bloodier... This will let me put an extra level of polish on Never everything, mind. add in some extra features, and hunt down the last few pesky bugs. If we raise even more than my initial funding target, there will be some really exciting stretch goals too. There's a creepy soundscape to use as background noise for your Halloween party or haunted house, localization into a bunch of languages, console editions, and more. Don't worry though, regardless of how many stretch goals we might hit, nothing is going to delay the Steam release. Infliction will be out in time for Halloween, no matter what. But with your help, it will be the absolute <laughs> Even best if it's and a scariest pile it can possibly crap. be. It looks Infection. pretty far along though. Infliction. Alright, so they're looking for... This is probably again translated from Australian money. Uh... 89 it's really on uh unreal by the way oh cool eighty nine hundred and thirty dollars um they currently have three thousand two hundred and four how much was that again tim eighty nine hundred and thirty dollars eight thousand nine hundred and thirty dollars that's another way to say it <laughs> Jesus some some might choose to say it that way not me okay how much do they got thirty two hundred and fourteen okay <laughs> i was like wait what <laughs> they have uh 29 plus 100 backers. <laughs> with 1 in 20 days to go. Um, You can uh, get your name in the credits oh, for uh, $4 Christ. US. You can get... I might need to do that just to put plug and put podcast. Well, I mean, if I back the game, I think we'll get that anyway because that's oh. included. Um, Disciple gets you some wallpapers and crap and updates. Um, Conspirator is basically the early bird. Um, digital copy of the game on PC. Plus the Disciple Rewards, which would be your name in the uh, um, game. There's 18 left out of 100 of the Early Bird. And that's uh, 15 US. Um, if you miss out on the Early Bird, it's up to 19 uh, US. Two copies are um, 30 US. And we went on up to the granddaddy of them all. 1,000 Australian, or it translates to 745 US. The Informer. Have a recording of your voice included in the game as a phone message, plus perpetrator rewards. Subject to approval. See frequently asked questions. Um, there's actually a lower level for 447 
which is more like that, have your voice added to the game's soundscape. A scream, a growl, or something similar. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to fuck. Uh, For 300 you can have your hand-drawn art appear in an in-game book. So you could like a middle finger, like in a little kid's drawing or something. That'd, That'd be, be kind of fun. Like a bloody middle finger that was severed at the top of the bone just sticking out. Sure. I mean, maybe. I'd probably fit within... Um, what did I just do? $179 you can get your own writing in the game. Yeah. Just a page of kill you. All work and no play makes Tim a dull boy over and over again. All no work and no sex makes Tim a really rageous murderer. Well, I mean, you can't prove that. So, that's a game that might be coming out, allegedly, by Halloween, for sure. Sweet. Um, there's some games we have been playing. What have you been playing? Because uh, this week I played Zilch because it was anniversary and shit. Well, I was out of town and stuff too, so I didn't play that much either. But I did get two play sessions of uh, Yakuza Zero. Nice. Um, that game's pretty cool. Um, you are a a very low level Yakuza who decides to leave the family because of a, a disgraceful situation, and yeah, you wander around the streets of Tokyo, going to bars, karaoke bars, dancing, going to arcades, going to restaurants, eating sushi. You just get to like wander around like the Tokyo bar scene in the eighties a lot, which is really cool. Is it a lot of fun? Are you really enjoying it? I am so far really enjoying it. How's um, the uh, combat? There's two styles of combat so far. I don't know if there's more that unlock later. One's a brawler style, and the one I've been using, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a fast style. Like you're like dancing around your feet really fast, so you, so you can dodge really fast. And I like dodging around backwards behind them and then punching them in, in the kidneys. Okay. And then. Um, like, like you get power up levels. Like once you punch them a certain amount of time, you look, like start to glow yellow or purple depending on your style, and you hit harder. And huh, um, there's no parry that I can tell. Um, there in the brawler mode, there's a, a grab which kind of stops them from hitting for a little bit. Um, then you can throw them. There seems to be more options in the brawling mode, but so far I've been focusing on the fast one because it's easier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's two different styles. You can upgrade each style by you literally just spend money. Every time you win a fight, like money flies out of the enemies. And you can of course, you know, buy like healing items or whatever, or later you can buy property. I mean money is money. But the weird thing about money in this game is it's also sort of like XP for unlocking perks. Weird. Like you literally pay for your upgrades on your skill trees with cash. Weird. It is weird. Which is kinda cool. I mean you don't have to worry about XP points and money, it's just all one thing. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Um but yeah, it looks great. Um I like it so far. Sweet. Yeah, that's what I'm playing. Sweet. Awesome. Are you ready to uh, talk about game releases? Yeah, let's do it. We played this first one a long time ago at PAX on... Uh, Runbow. On Wii U, actually. I didn't play it. It was in the, in the Nindy's room. Was it? Yep. Okay. I don't remember playing it, but it's called Rumbo. PS4 and Nintendo Switch. It's a lot like Speedrunner. What? It's Speedrunner. Okay. I got a code for it, actually. Oh, you do? I haven't played it. Do you want it? Yeah. Okay, you can have it. Um, Necopera Volume 1. No idea what that is. Uh, I'm assuming it's an anime game. Uh, Nintendo Switch. Pocket Rumble Nintendo Switch. Awkward Nintendo Switch. I think awkward is what, what happens when you get caught playing Pocket Rumble. Something like that. Um, Squid's Odyssey Nintendo Switch. The Journey Down Chapter 3 Nintendo Switch. Ultra Space Battle Brawl Nintendo Switch. That's a generic ass game. Yep. 
ACL Neo Geo Samurai Showdown 5 Nintendo Switch. The Wardrobe Nintendo Switch. And would you just consider that Paddle Box? I think so. Okay. But I'm looking down this list. These are all Switch releases. Nintendo Switch. Nuh-uh. Run both PS4. Okay, but it's also Switch. Well, did we miss something? I don't know. That's all we're, we're going to talk about. That's all we're going to talk about, though. So, uh... Oh, I wonder what Paddle Box is. That's the game I'm going to look up this week. Paddle Box? Paddle Box. Look it up. I'm going to. We're waiting for you. Jeez, oh, I don't type that fast. Do you know what the Paddle Box is yet? I'm sending it to you, so you got audio. Ah, oh, goddamn it, okay. I know nothing about it other than it's black and white. It looks sort of like a boxing game. Here we go. Paddle Box, guys. I'm looking over your shoulder. It's a little black and white. It totally looks like Punch Out. It but looks like some chicken out. But it, but only the bold. If Punch Out was a black and white comic. Learn when to duck. He's a duck. He's not a chicken. He's a duck. He's a boxing duck. He's boxing the the chef. He's punching doors open. He's punching soda machines and boxers and prostitutes and butchers. Paddle box. He's got a strong visual style. Should have been called Plato box, like platypus. Yeah, actually, I agree with that. It's early 2018. It's not early 2018 anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Got delayed a little bit. Got a little bit. Um, so yeah, that brings us to the end of the show. Um, I don't know where everything just went. Um, so yeah, guys, don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast, the buttonsmashers.com, plug and play gamer.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review this podcast, share it with your friends. They might not like it, you might not like it, but do it anyways. Tough shit. If you listen this long, you probably should actually like it. And until next week, don't forget to prime and shine. Fuck Nazi! <laughs>